Hello and welcome to the County Roads Bobblers Bobblecast. It's myself, Witch, and Mitch, the OGs of the podcast. Uh, and it's just the two of us today. Must be a, a rarity that, but we do get them occasionally. Um, <laughs> I think the, the most shocking part of this, Mitch, is that, well, first of all, we haven't got a glass of wine in our hands. We're both on the covers, aren't we? I know, I know. <laughs> so unless, you, unless you've smuggled some uh, some sly wine into the... The uh, the cup of there then must be mistaken. Hey, uh, I, I tell you what, it, what what a weekend. Um, I think it's uh, you can see with the relief. Obviously, this is only audio, but if you could see us now, you could see a sign of relief in both our faces, really. And <laughs> we actually look a bit younger somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin, we've gone full Benjamin Button and gone reverse after after scoring off the album. But, I mean, what a week! Hey, but he was seen that coming, obviously. Well. It kind of knew Gerard's demise was near. Um, yeah, it's a good night on to- Toffee TV's function on Friday for anyone that was there. Good to see. Um, early start in the pub, and uh, Toby Mitchell for anyone that doesn't know Lee's uh, Lee's son. Um, two two and two now, isn't it for him? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he's. Uh, I, I said to him, don't get used to it, like, but uh, yeah, been two games, two wins, so uh, he was happy. So long may it continue that uh, Sir Toby Mitchell comes to the game and we just keep winning. Uh, I tell you, I tell you what was a weird one as well. Um, genuinely, I'm, I, I mean this as well. I, I don't keep track of um, the other half's games at all. Um, really, you know what I mean. Obviously, sometimes you spot them amongst the fixtures, and it turns up Saturday morning. Um, well, I was hanging basically of being out, obviously the toppy TV thing. I don't think we got in till seven in the morning the next uh, well morning of the game really. So <laughs> I just about managed four hours of sleep, got myself up, got showers, I jumped in an Uber and got myself down to County Road. Um, so he, he, ran down, he, he ran down. He ran down to County Road like Frank the Tank. <laughs> re- re- ready for uh, round 10 or whatever it was uh, but I, I walked in the Winslow you always see you get to meet some like fantastic people in, in the Winslow you know people often people you've been nattering to online but I met Franco from the uh, the Norwegian Toffee uh, sorry not Norwegian Franco from the Denmark Toffees uh, first and I'm one of Franco's mates that were over from Denmark uh, so I've been nattering to them and, you know, I bumped into quite a few people then from Twitter and uh, they kind of been nattering too, so it was good. But I didn't know that, they, that I didn't know that Shite game was on TV. And then also the first thing I knew, I, was, I mean, it was, I had to buy free Guinness again, of course, because I didn't have any money, so I had to, no choice. Um, strong yeah, arm, yeah. didn't you? But uh, the first thing I knew was a big cheer and I looked up and obviously noticed they were playing and, and it, yeah, they were behind, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, we well, we were in the ground early, so they had it on in the ground. So we were all uh, standing around watching it, like. And um, to be fair, so far as they, they they play well, Liverpool obviously had a few chances, like. But keepers on a good save. Um, but yeah, so it was a good start of the day. Yeah, fantastic start. You almost knew then, uh, you know, the last couple of days we're all starting to to fall. Into the well, perfect that's why, plan, really. That's why I, thought, I thought when they got beats, when they slip up, we normally do, don't we? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's really true. But <laughs> I, I mean, the first part, of, I, I was like, hmm, because I was expecting a few changes. To, well, to be honest, I was expecting a few changes in the week. Mm. And uh, Frank kind of stuck to his guns again, didn't he? And, and 
you know, roll the same sides out there pretty much but uh, obviously yeah. Gordon uh, coming back into the side. Um what were your thoughts really see that match? We you know, were you expecting anything different? Uh or were you relatively I, I was, mate. I, I wasn't. I think because um, we didn't see you before the match, did we? We were, I think it was just me, Steve, and, and Coops. And we were saying we, we were expecting like a few changes. Um, when we seen that, when we seen the team, I was quite surprised. He, he 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 stuck with it. Um, obviously the third game in a week as well did look like he did me against against Newcastle. Yeah. And um, I thought he might have freshened it up a bit, but <laughs> listen, he, he he stuck to his guns. He stuck to his his team and, and it paid off, didn't it? Um, it did, yeah. But, yeah. Right choice in the end. Well, it's old fashioned saying, is it? You can change the size about changing the size. Mm. Um, and I think ultimately what, what we probably seen was exactly that, wasn't it? You know, um, seeing uh, if anyone doesn't follow analysis, Matt, um, good lad on Twitter, uh, he's done a really good breakdown, really, of, of how the line up. Um, you know, loads of pictures of, of how kind of tactics set up, but you could see it was different, wasn't it? Albeit yeah. the same. Um, and you know, yeah. and, and what we mean contextually by that is that you know, the likes of Awobi, obviously in a much more advanced role. Yeah. I mean, Michelanko was was up and down that flank like me and you to the yeah. bar on a night out where you know he couldn't stop <laughs> shuttling up and down because he would he, he was noticeably. Yeah higher up, wasn't he, and more often. Um, and you could just mm. see that, you know, you could see them small intricacies, couldn't you, that, you know, we were just seemed to be at it, didn't we? And we were positionally slightly different than what we'd normally expect to be in that formation. Yeah, it's it's normally it's normally Ghana sitting, isn't it, with Onana and Awobi in front. And it seems to be more Ghana, uh, Onana and Awobi sort of uh, just off DCL and, and uh, Gray and Gordon. Um you know, hugging the flags, flanks a little bit. So, yeah, it was, uh, like you say, same team, but just a few little tweaks and, and it worked. And there's a lot of talk as well about, you know, rank tactically not the best and all this kind of, you know, all kinds of narratives when you read online, don't you? But mm. I, I've, got to be, I've got to be honest, I, I think he's quite an intelligent manager, you know, and I think for all the, the kinds of noise around it, you know, mm. the, the kinds of coaching, one-on-one on the training field of the likes of Awobi and players like that have been transformed and then how he's managed to tactically fit him in and, and at times tweak things just to make, you know, his, in, into a better position where he, he's kind of really understood and read the game as he had the time. So, um, yeah. And, and to, go on. And to be, to be honest, mate, he's still a young manager, isn't he? So he's going to be making, um, he's going to be making like, you know, mistakes and that along the way. Yeah, no. exactly, exactly. Um, and you can't win, can you? I mean, look, we had uh, Ancelotti, and you had people moaning about Ancelotti, saying, you know, we're sitting too deep and biting teams onto us and relying on the counter-attack. Well, look, it's not actually worked that badly for, for Real Madrid. Sometimes you've got to you've got to just ask yourself, look, why, you know, why is Ancelotti was a top manager? He was setting up in a similar kind of way, albeit had a couple of extra bit of creativity up the top. Um mm. So you know it's clearly a method that you've got to. You can't just all of a sudden become an attacking, um, you know, Pep Guardiola like size overnight. You've got to build, haven't you, slowly and get yeah. the players you need and you know build that philosophy. Yeah. Um, so t- talking to someone that you know we talked about that you mentioned about the three games in in the week. Um, definitely, there's a question mark in a few people's minds. Um, 
not about James Coleman as a football player mm. by any stretch of the imagination. I think Seamus is, you know, loved by every Evertonian out there. There's no two ways about that. But obviously, you know, that fair game out of three in a, in a week, you know, there were, I've got to admit, I was, I was, you know, I knew, he knew, you know, that um, he'd probably have a good record in the past gate pass, but I, I was worried a bit, I'll be honest with you. I was thinking, yeah. what are you going to turn out today? But, I think uh, it's fair to say he proved many of us wrong, didn't he? Oh, he did, mate. Yeah, I was, I was worried myself. I think, especially with the forms our has been in, um, and I and I thought the same as you. I thought Coleman third game, you know, he looked there. Uh, he wasn't great against Newcastle. And I thought Zaha's going to have me here today. But to be fair <laughs> to him, he had Zaha in his back pocket. Um, he just absolutely, he just didn't give him a, a um, any space at all. You know. Right up his ass every time he got it and stuff, and um, he did. He rolled back the years a little bit, didn't he? I seen a, a thing on Twitter today as well. It uh, broke down the, the the stats in terms of uh, pressures, uh, and mm. and he was right up there with the with the best few in the league uh, at the weekends as well. So, like you say, yeah. he was right up his backside, and I think you know the the stats yeah. kind of backed that up. You know, he wasn't given the hardest chance to get the ball out of his feet. It just he, you know, he, no. he, he and he was start, you could see he was starting to get frustrated, wasn't he? Zaha. Yeah. Done a number on him big time, to be he honest with you. He, 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 he did. He schooled him, like. <coughs> um, and, uh, you know, again, player that obviously when we were sat at the game, and it was someone that you were talking about right from the kind of kickoff was Tarkowski. Um, mm. I think it's, you know, I think first say Marshall that back line fantastically, didn't yeah. he, at times? Yeah. I thought he was uh, I thought he was excellent at the uh, the weekend. Uh, I gave him one of the match, didn't I, Saturday? Um, yeah. I'd probably say him and DCL, you know, on reflection. Him, DCL, and I will be looking at it. But because um, we, we were where we sit, we're close, close up, aren't we, to the, uh, to the play. And a few times, just so strong, just so strong, you know, when he barges people and winning headers and um, the tackle right in front of the Gladys again was just, just quality, like so, he's he, brilliant. Him, obviously, there was. I think uh, Cody was 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 in a similar position. You know, the old County Road bushwhackers as a pair. Mm, uh, yeah. One stage that we seen the bushwhacker movements happening in the paddock didn't move right away. Yeah, yeah. And you joined with that one, but um, I think both of them. You know, they look. We're not going to go all cop ice on on the podcast and start claiming that the best in the world and all this nonsense. But what they are, they're two very capable, solid centre-halves, aren't they? And, mm. you know, it's um, it was an interesting debate later on the night. Actually, I think everyone knows that England's, for all the the riches that they've got, are probably struggling at the back. Um, you know, obviously, Rhys James is probably one of the best defenders that we've got. Um, he's obviously picked up an injury. Um Probably after that, you're looking at like a Trippier and players like that. Um, but, you know, certainly that centre half pairing or or a trio depends on what he goes with. There's a few players just not playing, are they? Like said, John Stones tends to be sitting on the bench for City, but Maguire not really in the best of form. Um, but the less, the less, the less about uh, Tyro Mings, the better. Yeah. Um, like of Eric Dyer. Kyle Walker, you know, more the right back than, yeah, but he can play in the back three. So there's not a lot of standout choices there, and obviously 
Southgate was there at the weekend and, you know, we've seen um, the County Road Bushwhackers, Sarkowski and Cody playing together and, and it, you know, obviously right in front of um, Jordan Pickford as well. Yeah. And, you know, our, go- our, our goal that came from that fantastic pass around the back is exactly how he wants to really play as well. Do you mm. think that would have perked his interest? Not necessarily. I, I, I don't think he would have found out anything he didn't know already about them being very solid defenders because that's not, you know, that's not a secret by any stretch of the imagination. But do you think, you know, some of that passing around the back might have given some food for thought to take away with him? Yeah, yeah, possibly, mate. Um, I didn't even know he has it in the locker like that, that move, to be honest. Um, but yeah, you know, and maybe Southgate seeing them now, you know, as a pair, as, as opposed to like Cozy at Wolves and Tarkowski when he was at Burnley type of things. Now he's seeing them as a pair and thinks, you know what, maybe maybe this might be might be what I'm looking for. But from a selfish point of view, obviously don't want them to go. But um, no, it'd be, it'd be, I suppose it'd be good for the two of them. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens there, mate. We will. Um, and, and, you know, I think different, sometimes we get carried away looking different ways of looking at it, isn't it? Because mm. obviously we look at it from the fact that he's always picked Jordan Pickford and we've always defended Pickford. Um, and there'd be other rival fans pointing out the fact that Pickford's never let Gareth Southgate down in major competitions. Mm. Well, I suppose if you were to use that kind of outlook, then you probably could look at Harry Maguire. I know that he hasn't been the best maybe in the last couple of friendly games and stuff for England, but you know, certainly in the major competitions, well, he's handled certainly a bit of bit of dollar, hasn't he, off off a few edges in the major okay. tournaments. But he might be looking at that thinking, right, I know he's not been the best. Let's get him in the training camp. We've got a good few weeks with him. You know, he knows he you know exactly how I want to play. So there's, there's play, you know, it's it's never I suppose as simple as it is just say, right, let's just bring these two because the sounds, you know, there's a mm. lot of considerations, isn't there? Um, yeah, and, and Cody will probably go anyway, won't he? I think he likes Cody for the dressing room. Yeah. I think that, that's nailed on, really. It's just, yeah, he's been in a squad, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only one that, that will change. Um, so, um, if I was going to say as well as is, is Mikhailenko, obviously a player that's probably, you know. I'm looking at your conclusion, but you know, some people are probably being put a bit of pressure on them at times. You know, you're going to get that. You suppose you're in the Premier League. Um, you know, there's no place to hide, is there? Um, mm. Probably hard for no. young players. Always going to be good and bad games and anything in between. 23 years of age. I think um, point I'd like to to make, Mitch, and don't know your thoughts on this. Obviously, is we only got. I think I've said this before on the podcast, but we only got. Leighton Baines at a similar age. And Baines didn't necessarily 23 slot straight into the Everton side. It took him a couple of years to get in there. You know, it was obviously Julian Lescott playing there, the centre half playing left back. You know, um, so you know, this it's clearly he's a very good defender, in my opinion. A very, very solid defender. You know, I think he can stand yeah. people up on one v one, which in the modern game not a lot of full backs can do. You know, you can focus on what he can't do. And we'll come on to yeah. that in a minute, you know, what he can improve on. But not a lot of fullbacks in the modern game can stand up wingers and, and get the better of them. You know, you see quite a lot of them who struggle to defend, and I won't name one that might be over the park that, that really struggles <laughs> on that element of the game. Um, and defending almost now has become a bit of a 
for fullbacks, it's kind of become unfashionable, hasn't it? Almost. Mm. Um, and and what, I'm, what I mean is everyone wants the fullback to defence, but you don't really hear of you know, people talking about excellent defensive displays by left back. You know, you can't, they only get ever really get the spotlight when they're rampaging mm. forward and whip a good cross in, or, you know, it's a, you know, a shot that flies in. Yeah. Do you think, I know the game is changing. Look, you'll get people say, oh, look, the game's changing now, you need to. Do you think there's an element of, of you know, it has become a bit unfashionable that side of a fullback play? And I don't think yeah. necessarily it should be. It's still still a vital part of the role, isn't it? No matter what you do going forward. Yeah, I mean, that's your first job, isn't it? Is to defend. Um, yeah. It's a, bo- it's a bonus getting forward and, and scoring or getting forward and and uh, getting your assist and stuff. But first and foremost, you've got to defend. Um, what I like about Mikhailenko is he does throw his body on the line. And yeah. he took one. He took one right in the plums on, on Saturday. And I've, <laughs> I've noticed a few times this season. He does that. He, he, Southampton away, um, when it was like they had about three shots on the bounce. And he does He does seem to throw his body on the line. Um, and he, he's strong as well. I mean, because he was playing down our, our side second half. A few times, just little little... Shoulder bags, nudges, you know, and uh, thought he's strong as well. So obviously, yeah, we want him to improve sort of going forward, and that may come. But um, he's doing okay. He's doing okay. Agrees. Agrees. I think he can be a bit of an easy target at times, can't he? Um, and like you said before, you know, we've uh, probably been a bit spoiled for left backs in recent years, haven't we? We've had some. You know, with Le- Leighton Baines for years and, and even Lucas Dean and that. And, um, but no, I think he's doing okay. He'll get better. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think it's fair to say, you know, everyone knows it, it's the getting forward. But um, even though, well, he put him down for an assist or put the keeper down as an assist. But either way, you know, I think um, that goal that the Gord managed to tap in, it, it came from Mikhailenko. Yeah, yeah. Sprint right up the pitch and causing. Well, you, you can focus on him maybe not scoring, but actually he got right the way up the pitch. He got in behind, you know, the opposition defence, got himself in a very good attacking position. Um, mm. And that allowed us to obviously get a shot off that ended up in, you know, being a goal. Um, yeah. Well, to the to the officials' dismay, that looks things <laughs> of the dodgy part stuff that was going on. But, you know, it's, it's that kind of run, you know, and I think he'd done that all afternoon. He got up and down that line and Often, you know, a lot of his runs were in vain, but what it did do is it opened the pitch out for other people. You know, it took their full back away and caused them to think twice about, you know, maybe putting pressure on the likes of Awobi in them advanced positions. Um, so it made us a lot more difficult to mark. Um, so, yeah, long may continue. Hopefully, that, you know, I, I, and I, you know I'll actually, I, I actually want to see him throw a few crosses in now as well, you know, even if, if they don't. If he doesn't even aim now that you've got Calvert Lewin in there, just get it yeah. in early, get it in often. You know what I mean? Just get a bit short on your boots and lash it in. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the best cross. So you see plenty of them get kicked in, don't you? Especially when you've got Michael Keane on the pitch. Um, yeah. You see plenty yeah. of them get lashed into to, you know, defenders' own nets and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. you know, hopefully, and you know, that's the, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. He's he's not really played with Dom either, has he? Like the whole time he's been there, Dom's been out injured, and maybe now you might see him starting to whip it in. You know, you know, obviously he's got a, a target man there now. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Get it in there. 
get it in there. Yeah, um, get it in there. So, I just want to pick up on on, on an appointment from yesterday as well. Um, was uh, obviously Unai Emery being appointed at Villa. Mm. So much, somewhat of a, a patchy reign at Arsenal ended up with the, the lowest points, um, or sort of the lowest, uh, the l- lowest kinds of points return of a run of games since uh, George Graham. Um, obviously, I think a lot of fans became frustrated at a slow tempo from the back, and you know at times uh, didn't see him able to adapt away from from what he was doing when it was kind of seen as found out as such by opposition sides. And a real poor um, string of away games as well. Obviously, on, on the polar opposite of that, he's been, you know, I think it's fair to say he's been superb uh, in Europe. You know, he's he's continually lifted them uh, Europa League trophies for different sides mm. now. Um, what can we expect? Are we, we going to expect that, the, you know, the, the Emery in Spain in Europe, or are we going to see a return to, you know, maybe that, that Arsenal? Uh, Perry's. What, what do you reckon we're going to see out of that appointment at Villa? That's that's the big question, isn't it? He does seem to do his best his better work um, outside the prem in Europe. Um, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go, mate. I, I honestly don't know. It's it's on paper. You you do an Emery. You know you go. You know, good good appointment. But like you just said there, it, he's he's done his better work sort of thing, in Spain, and and. and I don't know. We'd have to wait and see with that one. That could either be be a great appointment, or it could end in disaster, end in tears. Um, but you were saying as well, aren't you? Like up against it with FFP as well. I believe so. Yeah, you know, obviously the I think they were well up against it up until he sold Jack Grealish. Um, yeah. I don't. Obviously, I think it's it's well documented now. They weren't spent that money pretty fastly. Um, yeah, and, and they've continued to spend it. Um, like I said, Coutinho and, and players like that have come in on huge wages for really sizable fees. Um, Danny Ings as well, another one. And, and a lot of you know, the thing is, right? They, they've had, they have got some good players there. You know, it was just Gerard couldn't get a tune out of them. I mean, you look at, I mean, are they just down tools with them? Um, you know, you look at the weekends four nil. You know, yeah. first game without them, so. They have got they have got players there. Um, we'll see. I'll, I'll be watching it like with, with interest and see what happens there. Though. Yeah, I'm I'm the same as you. I wouldn't like to commit either way, to be honest with you. I'm, yeah, because obviously you'd expect them to be a team sort of maybe around us, maybe. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's where where obviously that discussion point comes up, doesn't it? You see people nattering about it online, but uh, yeah, no, we interest mm. them much. Uh, we've got yeah. loads of questions tonight, so we're just going to kind of come back onto them straight away because uh, there's that many. It'll probably probably the uh, bulk of the podcast will be with questions. No, but honestly, it, it is good getting questions because it makes it easy for us as well. I'm yeah. to, to natter about other stuff that we, we we don't necessarily think about as well. So I haven't um, seen any of these, so I'll if I'm uh, you I'll might say, yeah. Oh, sorry, I'll catch you cold, Mitch. I'll catch you cold. <laughs> so, Adam Ale Lay Blues um, said San Miguel. Or Estrella Dam, or I've never even had this Estrella Galicia. I've never even had it. Uh, in terms of beer, which would you go for? So Australia, really, or San Miguel? I'm sorry, as I'm going to let you down my my knowledge of different parts of Australia here, but Estrella. Um, yeah, I think that's certainly San Miguel's a bit more old hat now, isn't it? 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, no. Nice cold point of us there. What I will say though is, is all of them are better than Carling and warm Carling. <laughs> that's not fizzy at the game. Um, <laughs> so I don't think I'd be particular bothered which one of them we got as long as it's the game. Uh, Alistair, um, who we met in the window, actually, funny enough, he'd, he'd messaged a couple of times online. Um, and it was, it was good to see you and other stuff. Uh, good to you know, catch up with you. I know you're always uh, raise a few questions to us. So it was good to see you at the weekend in the Winslow. But uh, as I said, um, three games till we break um, for the Qatar uh, World Cup. What, the, what What's the minimum amount of points that you'd be happy with, Mitch? And just to, to jog your memory, uh, we've got Fulham away, Leicester at home, and Bournemouth away. So two ways, one home. Well, just before the um, the Palace game, when we said about the next four, I actually said between seven and twelve, I'd be happy with. Right, so we've already got three. Yeah. Um, so I'd be looking at taking two two wins and a draw. I think that'll be a great a great um, return, or or even uh, we're winning two draws. You know, I try just try and stay unbeaten if we can. Um, but we, I think we're definitely capable of, of uh, beating Leicester at home because I, I fancy us against most teams at home. And uh, I think we'll definitely beat one of them, Fulham or, or Bournemouth. So I'm not too far away from you on that. Um, I do always say that unless you're a, you know, one of the top six sides as such, anything on the road tends to be a bit of a Brucey bonus for me. Yeah, I think if we can not get beat, then you know, then then that's that's always a positive, no matter who we're playing. Um, yeah. And like you say, concentrate on winning at home, and you know the kind of form looks after itself. Then over the course of a season, um, mm. so you know you your draw in there, get the odd win. Um, so it is a big ask, isn't it? Maybe. Um, I'd, I'd even take. I'd, yeah, I'd even take. I'd even take what five points there. I'd take take the home win and two draws. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think I'm I'm on the same lines as you there, Mitch. I think uh yeah, if we can get if we can come away unbeaten, like you say, yeah. one win one win at home, two wins away, um, that puts us just to, it puts us on about eighteen points then. And mm. we're about we're coming up to about third of the season. So we're yeah. relatively sitting okay there. Um, yeah. to, to be on course to be fine this season and then you know I'd like to think then we'll do better again you know we've got Anana obviously much more settled at that stage um, you know you've got Calvert-Lewin hopefully then back fighting fit and firing uh, likes well you've got a striker we started the whole season off about one did meal together yeah. Yeah. Um, you know obviously the, the centre partner centre our partnerships week by week has got stronger each time Godfrey will be back. Holgate will be back. Yeah, I mean, he'll be back for a week and out again. Uh, no, but I'll say this now. You, you know, you, you like to think that we, we may have a, a fast, dynamic winger with some goals in the locker with a bit of creativity as well by then. My yeah. own accounts from what the words is on the street. So, yeah. Uh, if we can go in just on that strong finish. Um, and just on that map, Barry, um, and I hope you're having a good holiday, Matt. I know you're... Uh, you're living it up while we're all slumming it in the coals. Um, seeing all them pictures today, actually, with you there. I've seen that, yeah. I've seen oh, that. He's right. He enjoyed himself, doesn't he? Um, but he did miss the match the other day, so you must have been gutted with that one. So, uh, But not too much of it yet. Uh, but Matt, Matt said, uh, with only three players going to the World Cup, how beneficial will the break 
um, be uh, in terms of the you know the break for Qatar, and also obviously the trip to Australia for Lampard. Well, obviously we're going away there. Big Baz from the Bobblers is on his way over there um, for that as well. Uh, but obviously they're going away, and they've got the friendly match there against Celtic. So yeah, be, you know, it's like a mini preseason almost, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, um, it'd be nice for them to to take over, won't it? You know, um, flying out there. Are you having one or two? Is it two games? Yeah, I think there's a couple of games there, isn't there? Yeah, so. just you know, it, it, they say they're like friendlies, aren't they? It's not com- too competitive. It'll just keep them ticking over, won't it? Like you say, give a few players coming back, the likes of Godfrey, um, Mina, maybe Townsend and that. If he's uh, if he's yeah. if he's about yeah. yeah, you know, to to the to get up to speed. So I I but, think it'll be a, I think it's a good little little uh, little break for them, definitely. Yeah, I think it, it does. It, it kind of comes at the right time. You 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 made a good point with Townsend as well. You know, I've got to admit, certainly against Newcastle, I looked at that and I thought, oh my god, I I kill for a play just to get the ball yeah. in the box. You know, yeah. and I think Townsend. I think the one thing he does do, isn't it? You know what I mean? He, he doesn't doesn't either written invite it to put the ball in. You know, mm. He tends to you know get you get it out of his feet and then looks up and says, you know, he looks for that in kind of like a in swinging ball, doesn't he? So, um, yeah, so maybe, maybe some of them players who can come in and, and help the squad there. Uh, and just get up just go, going back there, we've we only got three players going to World Cup. Matt was saying that, yeah, so I'm assuming he's going to say Pickford, um, Anana and Adrissa Garner Gay. Um, just thinking around the squads. I think Cozy will go, but I think you know, like Wilson's maybe playing, probably slim. They'll probably go yeah. again, train, and probably be good for them to be, you know, come back full of confidence. There. Um, mm. Calvin possibly, but he's, you know, he's gonna have to go on a uh, well, it, yeah, put it this way if we do well and Calvin does well, um, then I'll be happy with that if he ends up going, um, because that means he's he's probably scored three goals in the last three games or, or more, yeah, um, yeah. As he's up against it, you know, obviously Tammy Abraham and, and Roma, Ivan Tony doing particularly well at Brentford. So I think the next few get, I mean, he 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 done himself a great uh, case at the weekends with that yeah. brilliant yeah. touch and finish and performance. But uh, yeah, no, I think uh, yeah, potentially won't go as well. So again, he probably been more likely to start Kane will probably play you only and probably yeah. 10 minutes here and there and all that have you. So yeah, yeah no, I think there's only going to be a couple heavily involved, isn't there? Um, yeah, I, I didn't know that. I just thought it was more. Just, yeah. just make you think. Why? Why have we only got a couple? Maybe we need, you know, maybe that's a sign that we're a bit short of quality there. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, yeah, I suppose Harlan's getting a month break anyway, so that should be interesting. Um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, this is a quick one. Well, uh, our, our mate Rob Fisher from London Toffee said, "Can you remember the weekends?" Um, not so much. Uh, Matt will be watching the game on on Sunday <laughs> just to take it all in again. But yeah, no, you, to be fair, I watched it back and I did remember it as as you know it is under all that Guinness. Um, so yeah, um, Mitch was a bit more better behaved than me. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I, had a, I had a five-year-old to look after. <laughs> and he's not talking about me there, by the way. He's talking about this one as well. So yeah, Chris Christian uh, said, uh, obviously, you know, Andy Gordon, his form, has been in and out at times. Uh, Gray, 
that could be quite sporadic. You know, we keep jumping in games. Um, obviously, McNeil coming on the weekend doing well, but uh, how likely is it that that we're going to uh, look for a proven winger uh, in January? And uh, just just on that as well, Hugh Marshall has said, "What? Well, he said the ins and outs. We'll focus on ins at first. So you know, bearing in mind, you know, what we talked about there, Mitch, you think there's going to be a winger that comes in as our primary position that we're going to look at? I hope I hope so, mate. I think it's I think that's where we know we need to improve is is a winger and possibly another forward. Um, and that's anyone you I, fancy? Um, there's loads that." There's loads I'd say, but uh, whether they're available in January, I don't know. Um, I, I, I suppose I've I, I seen that the lads we were linked with from Blackburn, that Diaz, um, been scoring still. And I know he's out of contract in, in June. So I wonder if yeah. you could get him at a, a bit of a cup price. I don't know. Because uh, he can sort of play off the left, off, off the wing, can't he? Well, he's, more of a, yeah. he's more of a forward. Yeah, yeah, plays like left forward, doesn't he, for Blackburn? Sort of yeah. Left, yeah. Yeah, um, but no, I mean, it, it's it's hard in January, isn't it? Um, who's available and stuff. Only of us were linked to if like secure us. Yeah. Um, I could actually be jumped out of the Champions League depending on the, the result tomorrow. Yeah. I think Liverpool just need not to get beat. Uh, Mudrik, the, um, the the Ukrainian lad uh, that we were linked yeah. to, another winger. Uh, so the, the, there's players out there that we, we are getting... Kind of accredited Gakpo as well at a PSV. Cozy Gakpo, yeah. So that yeah, mm. some good players out there, but it is a question that you say. You know, are they going to be available? How much are they going to be mm. going for? Um, but yeah, no, there's there's definitely options out there, isn't there? And I think it's it's definitely something we need. Yeah. Um, and if we can get someone that can get it nine or ten goals, you know, and even if they finish the season getting five or six goals. I yeah. think it's a real big help and it takes some pressure off the rest of the team then, doesn't it? Yeah, um, definitely. So anyone, any, anywhere else you think in in wise you'd look at across, you know, I, I mean, I suppose money's going to potentially be limited, um, but, mm. you know, and there's also the, the fact that we, we kind of don't know, we hope that no one comes back injured. Uh, so we've got yeah. our full contingent when we come back in, in January. But say, for example, we did have that full contingent. We we get a winger. Would you get two wingers, Mitch, even two forwards? Or would you, would you in, look, like to look elsewhere in the squad? Is, in January, you mean? Or yeah. Summer? January, it, yeah. If, do you know what? I, I'd, I'd like someone in, like, obviously in January. But I'd, I'm even, like, prepared to wait to like this next summer, you know, to like splash big on someone yeah. to, like that kudos or someone like that. Um, if there's someone available on loan or a cup price, I'd probably say yeah. But I think um, as long as we don't have too many injuries as well. And um, I think if, you know, obviously we know where we need to improve. Um, but it's just the right player and, and availability and stuff like that. Maybe a nice little loan, someone on loan. Just to see us through for six months or whatever. I think that'd be a foreign loan, wouldn't it? I think yeah. Uh, done our domestic ones, it. but um, yeah, it's interesting yeah. one. And, and the other one is, is, I suppose, on that. You know, you may may decide to to make the Cody deal permanent and, and get a loan, a domestic loan, free yeah. that space up for the. So I think that's by all accounts, I think uh, everyone knows it's the worst kept secret in football. The Connor Cody's an Everton player. You know, he will be yeah. next season. It's just a case of. 
they went ahead and actually physically pushed that transfer through because they've got the option when when it's announced. Um, so out as well. There's a couple of players approaching uh, at the end of the contract now, isn't it? You know, I think um, you think about some of the the big ticket names, probably. Uh, you know, like so Yeri Mina, Michael Keane, um, coming to coming to the end of their contracts. To Kure, we've I believe we've got an option, but he's he said, uh, "Is any of them you'd be or anyone else that you'd be tempted to cash in on?" I, I think the two centre halves. I think Keane and Amina. Uh, I'd still keep the Kure. I think yeah. he's a, he's you know he's he's still a good player to Kure. It's just unfortunately for him. Being out and he's got three players who are playing really well in front of him at the moment. But you know, there'll be times where you need him. You know what I mean? And uh, same with James Garner. But um, I think probably just the only just the, the centre half really. Probably Rondon will go only at some point as well. Um, I think so. Yeah, probably about it for me. You've got to think as well, have you? Um, I don't think Yerimina. So much unless someone comes in from, you know, being linked to Inter Milan um, and a few other clubs. Maybe another league might be a good start for him. That's a bit slow and is not as physically physically yeah. demanding for him. But um, saying like so Michael Keane, you like to think that a couple of them sides around the bottom, which you've got to be careful of, by the way, um, mm. may well be interested. You know, in, in yeah. bringing a, a centre half in. You know. And, yeah. Often a centre half that they can actually rely on in terms of he, he knows the league. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see if someone does come in for him, whether that's a Leicester, you know, or, or someone like that. Um, so was he out of contract is. in the summer, Keane? I think so. Yeah, he, it's either this summer or the summer after, but he's it's not yeah. long left at all. Um, I think yeah. all that because if you remember all them all them players, sixteen, seventeen. Um, when Koeman and that first came in, they all kind of got four or five year contracts and they like big contracts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think I think that kind of wave of players is all slowly coming to a, an end now, which is a good thing for us because it it releases a big burden that's been strapped around our neck for, yeah. for that yeah. considerable amount of time. So it'd be quite interesting the next couple of years what that brings. Mm. Um, Matty Stedman, uh, Matty sat opposite us on the supporter group. Um, uh, night with uh, Anana, Mopay and Hans McNeil. Uh, uh, good lad. Uh, well, Matty says, has uh, Frank finally found a system that suits um, in terms of what we played at the weekend? So it was more of a 4-2-3-1, wasn't it, rather than a, a 4-3-3. Um, yeah. This feels like a bit of a Groundhog Day moment, this again, doesn't it? Like we've gone back to... Martinez all over again. We we almost trapped in this four two three one. I felt for years. I've never seen it before. It yeah. came in, and then we kind of never got rid of it. And now it's all of a sudden it's like a boomerang. It's back. Um, but is that the best system? Do you think? Um, well, it, you look at the weekend. You know, clean sheet, three goals for the first time this season. Played probably the best we played all season, in my opinion. Um, so. Let's see. Let's try it again next game. If you know if it works again, then you'd have to say, yeah, that is the way to go forward. I'd like to think as well, and you know, I mentioned um, an awesome map before as well. But I think that we get too tied up in formation sometimes as well. You know, I think um, yeah. you know it, it. It is different out of possession 
than in possession. It's not necessarily the formation, but the tactics and how it's applied and who who's working within it. Um, so you know, it's you mm. know, you can call it four three three or four two three one. You know, ultimately, it's it's you know that the side being agile to the play and the demands of the game and and the yeah. tactics which the, the manager's wishing to play. So, I think that the Frank is quite agile in the way that he plays. I don't think he's as tactically inflexible as maybe a Bobby Martinez is. Mm. Um, so I think that Frank probably will be prepared to play in a, in a range of different ways depending on who we're playing. Um, yeah. Now that can be changing the, the personnel. It can be slightly tweaking, you know, whether it is a 4-3-3 or a 4-2-3-1. You know, there's, there's lots of different ways to play that, isn't it? Or a 4-4-1-1, you know. Yeah. But, um, you know, and you've got to be able to... Ways. Yeah, you got to be able to read it in the game as well. You know what I mean? If, if a team's on top, you got to say, well, just drop in here for a minute, you know, for five minutes yeah. just to ride, ride this storm. Or if you're on top and you go, I'll tell you what, push forward a bit now. We'll, we'll, we'll change it a little bit. Now go for it. So you've got to be able to read the game as well, haven't you? And um, be able to adapt. As uh, Tony Adams done in the training video, and he was doing, he was showing all the, the moves and back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen any of uh, the, the come, strictly come dancing, Mitch, with Tony yeah. Adams in. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> yes, unbelievable. He's a, he's, he's a, a man after my own heart. He's, uh, who would who would have known, eh? Old snake hips, Tony Adams, eh? I just want to see the well, coming, but yeah. he's getting lighter he's on his sorry. feet every week, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> a dancer than me, anyway. Well, if you carry I was, I was thinking the other week, I was watching, I was thinking, Sal, you never mind Tarkovsky and Cozy. Um, Southgate might be behind Tony Adams at this race. You know, he's, he was that light on his feet. <laughs> he can do a job there in the centre of uh, defence in the, uh, the, the old World Cup. <laughs> and he's got himself fitted up to speed. So, um. <laughs> So what's this space? Maybe maybe we're we're all way off and let's see a return for Tony Adams. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, Hamish Hamish Azul, thoughts of Azul or I am Azul is is now back. Uh he was asking what Newcastle player would you sign this January? Um <laughs> so, so so I, I, at least have a you. I'm a bit sore, Mitch. I, you know, quite quite like uh, Bruno. Uh, that Brazilian lad, I think he could do a job. Uh, I'm not too sure if we get into our midfield. Um, but uh, yeah, no, he'd probably be a good backup, wouldn't he, for Anana, Roby, and, and Ghana. Um, yeah. And uh, St. Maximin, maybe, maybe, might be a, a very good backup for um, Damari Gray. Um, they're mm. probably the two I'm looking at. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it depends. You know, there might be better quality out there, to be honest with you. What about yourself, yeah. Mitch? You tend to agree. Yeah, I tend to agree with you, mate. Maybe uh, Alexander Isaac could, could be back up for Don. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're throwing 10 million in for him, so we can get <laughs> him to part ways. Yeah. So, right. Anyway, moving on from that. And someone as well said something interesting. He said, I will be almost reminded them of Stephen Naismith, I suppose. He typed Gary Naismith in. This, but uh, the way he was, he was playing a bit more centrally and close to the striker, um, I've got to say he didn't he didn't remind me of Stephen Naismith to be honest with you. Uh, but I, I get your point about him being closer to the striker. Um, I think in recent years we've left whoever's playing up front quite isolated. Uh, at times, you know, I can often you know often be a thankless task for for whoever's playing centre forward for Everton. Um, so I suppose, Mitch, you know, just just kind of 
looking at you know part of that point. It's nice to see someone giving the strikers some support and get high up the field, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. He, um, yeah, he's just he's busy, isn't he, around the box and stuff, and he get another two assists at the weekend. So yeah, I think I think there's only Kevin De Bruyne who's got more assists than him this season. Um, so he's he's added that to his game now, and say chip him with a couple more goals, and he's he's flying, and he's absolutely flying. But he does look, he looks, he just looks comfortable, comfortable more central. I think whether it's you know centre mid or off the striker, I think he just seems more comfortable central, but he can be a bit more busy on the ball. Definitely, no, fantastic, and who would have seen it come? So, you have anything? It it's Paul's reflection, isn't it? You know, if, if they can. You know, give give a player a bit of faith, a bit of support, and he can he can turn around his career. Um, yeah. You know, at a time where he was pretty pretty much universally written off by a lot of people, bar one or two mm. pro- people probably online that was was sticking by him. But um, look, you know, everyone wants to see an Everton player succeeding. I think that story is is a fantastic story with Alex Wobin. He's he's really yeah. flourishing now, and he might even be able to get it on a private jet in in the break in peace without. Our fans having a pop at him, um, that'll be able to enjoy his money, and we, you know, without us telling them what he's going to spend it on. Well, he, well, he deserves it now. He spends his money now, and we'll leave him in peace. Um, yeah. So yeah, what a what a turnout and fortunes. Uh, so just just a quick one at the weekend um, before we, we close. Obviously, Fulham represents a bit of a different challenge. Um, uh, an old manager of ours coming back. Um, I think it's fair to say it. I think he was hated, was he? I think actually people really didn't mind Marco Silva. Um, mm. Whether you, you rate him as an Everton manager, but as a person, you know, I think you know he's very much different than some of the idiots that we've had in charge. Um, yeah. Not not to name the last one or or the Dutch fella. Um, you know, I think we think uh, you know he, he was actually. Seem to be a reasonably okay fella, maybe too nice at times. So, Mitrovic banging for Mitch, you know, someone we, we, we've mentioned when Fulham last got relegated, we wouldn't mind bringing him in, but I think he's up to nine goals already in the Premier League. Yeah. Uh, what do you expect at the weekends? Any Anything that we need to consider going into that game? Would you change the formation or, or the personnel? Um, I'd stick to what? I'd stick to the same team personally. Um, Fulham, Fulham, yeah, they're doing, they're doing well. But Silver does this, doesn't he? He'll, he'll have a good first half of the season and then, you know, fade away or fall away. Um, Mitrovic will be the big threat for them. Um, I think there's only Haaland and Kane who scored more than him this season, isn't there? Yeah, um, yeah. So he will, it'll be a... But listen, you've got, like you say, the Bushwhackers there at the back, so they'll be up for the chat. Tark, so it'll be a good battle, that. Tarkowski and him, be a good battle. Um. But no, mate, I'm confident. I'm confident to go in there and, and uh, at least get in a draw, definitely. Yeah, it's one of them, isn't it? And sometimes you look at the opposition striker and you think, oh, you know, it's not not really what we fancy today, um, you know, in, in terms of what, what centre-halves you've got. But if our, you know, our centre-halves, all their strengths are, are Mitrovic's strengths, aren't they? You know, he's not exactly yeah. going to... He's not exactly renowned for his pace, you know, playing on our shoulder as such, he, he's probably likely to get his shoulder, you know, his shoulder and his elbows and his back into mm. his, you know, and try and rustle himself through him. But, you know, Tarkowski and Cody tend to be very astute to dealing with that kind of threat, don't they? So, yeah, 
Well, you know, I think there's every opportunity to go there and I'll win that battle. Yeah. The only one I was sort of thinking about, which I think it'd be harsh on him, like, but do you think he may bring Patterson back in for Coleman or do you think he'll keep Coleman in? It's hard as, in a way that we've kind of just said, well, he's just played three games in a week and we were worried. Mm. Then, yeah, that's four games in, in a week and a half, two weeks. Mm. Tough one, isn't it? I, it? I think it's all on where Patterson gets up to in in training, mm. you know, and, and where where Coleman's at as well. You know, I think um, mm. they're that advanced and all this stuff now. They'll be doing tests all week long, won't they? And they'll have a relative understanding mm. as to where the play's up to. So I'd like to see Patterson come in as soon as possible. Um, yeah. If it, if it wasn't for the Palace game. I would have wanted to half it passes and probably back in now. But now that mm. obviously, you know, Coleman's just pulled that performance off there, you know, that that yeah. has slightly altered my mind. But I think, you know, I think I, I think, yeah, no, I think we need to, if Patterson's fit, get him back up to speed. Um but then the argument is, you know, would he be better coming into a home game than an away game? Yeah. Um, that's not an easy answer, though, isn't it? So it's probably the only position that you'd consider, wouldn't you, to change? That was the only one I was thinking of, yeah. I was thinking of it earlier. But was, uh, maybe maybe pencil him in for the Leicester one. Because don't forget, Coleman's got a week off now. It's a week from Saturday to Saturday, isn't it? So, yeah. you know, he's got plenty of time to recover. Maybe pencil him in for Leicester at home. You know, five o'clock at Goodison. Might be better for him, I don't know. You could even, you could even at some stage in that game, if you can get one or two nil up. I mean, I'm, I'm being optimistic here, aren't I? On that front, but... Yeah, we should be going on to, you know, we found it harder for them over the years, but it's a team that we should really be going, even though they are higher up in the league, like you said, I think it's a bit of a false position. You know, if you can go 1-2-0 up, maybe bring them on after 70 minutes and I'm going to a back five and put Coleman as a right centre-half and yeah. kind of double bolt the formation then, almost. Yeah. Bring one of them wingers off and, you know, just leave a couple of players higher up the field to throw the ball up to. So, that, you know, I think it will provide us with an extra layer of options as well. You know, it might be a temptation to do that at some stage. Yeah. yeah. Just make it more awkward again. Um, and, and the way, like, you know, it allows you to go to a back three, doesn't it? You know, you can you can almost push mm-hmm. Patterson and Mikhelenko right the way up then as well. So it's not necessarily all all defensive, but it's an option. Um, so, yeah, no, I think the same. Probably keep him for the home game. Think yeah. about it as an option to change that formation. If we can get two goals up, then let's double pulse mm-hmm. it and just make make ourselves hard to beat. Yeah. Right. Cheers, Mitch. As always. Yeah. Um, no, thank you. you. Hope everyone's enjoyed listening. Um, I will be back uh, very soon, probably with a load of wine next time. Uh, but uh, <laughs> not many to go before the World Cup, so we might even do a World Cup on or something similar. We'll see. How we get yeah. on? Um, there'll be some excuse to, to get a beard and, and talk about football, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for listening. Um, up the toffees and hopefully a win at the weekend against uh, Fulham. We'll be back to, to talk to you about that. Uh, bye for now, all. Staring out into the night Trying to hide the pain I'm going
to the place where love and feeling good don't ever cost a thing. In the pain you feel a different kind of pain. And these faces are 